0: using lubrication is a great way to just help the vagina accommodate sex a little bit more easily without as much pain and discomfort. Obviously, foreplay and increasing natural lubrication is the first way to go, but if that's not enough, lubricants can help. It might not be
1: immediately obvious when something could be wrong down there, but there are signs every woman should be looking out for when it comes to their vaginal health. Proper vaginal health affects more than just your sex life. It's an important part of a woman's overall health, including fertility. So what should we be looking out for? Dr. Emily Lasota breaks down the do's and don'ts of proper vaginal health and the signs you should be looking out for regularly. She is a board-certified obstetrician and gynecologist on the medical staff at Southwest General. is Southwest General Health Talk. I'm Caitlin White. So starting us off here, doctor, let's talk about general cleanliness and preventative care. What are most women doing wrong and right when it comes to washing this area and keeping it clean?
0: So to me, taking care of the vagina is common sense, but a lot of women think that it's a little harder than that. So I see women coming in doing really too much to their vagina, causing more problems. So I think it's important to know that the vagina is pretty much self-cleaning. It cleanses itself. There's no need to douche. There's no need to clean inside the vagina. That's usually when people get problems. The vulva is the outside of the vagina. So it is the skin outside. And if anyone's listening to this podcast, get used to me using the word vagina and vulva a lot today. So make sure you're comfortable with that. (laughs) So the vulva is the outside of the vagina. With cleaning that, water only should be sufficient if people feel the need to use a gentle soap that's fine but things that could be chemically irritating so wipes things that people market as feminine products they can have chemicals that can cause irritation even if something is branded as all natural we have to be careful people can have allergies to things as all natural as peanuts so if your vulva doesn't like it you probably don't want to be using it, especially women with sensitive skin. We all have different types of skin. Some women's vulvas are more sensitive than other people. If you're having a problem, if you're having irritation, look at things that could be touching your vulva that could be causing irritation. Things such as simple as detergents, scented soaps, dryer sheets, lubricants that you're using during sex can cause irritation. And then we all think about when we want... The vulva, the, the pubic area, we want it to feel and look a certain way. So a lot of women wax or shave that can cause irritation or micro abrasions. If your vulva is doing fine and you're waxing and shaving, you can continue your, your regimen. But if you're getting recurrent problems, sores, pain, itching, redness, maybe you have to change up your regimen. Use a shaving cream or don't shave at all. Use clippers. Clippers like men use on their faces can cut the hair very close without causing those micro abrasions of the vulva.
1: What are your recommendations for bikini lines, shaving all of our
0: pubic hair? So a matter of hygiene is personal preference. If Mm -hmm. If a person can shave and it doesn't cause problems, do that. I do see generational differences with older women preferring one look and style, younger women preferring something else. But it's totally unique to that individual. If waxing, if shaving is causing problems use clippers use a different shaving cream you don't have to shave for someone else or do something for someone else don't shave when you come to your gynecologist appointment just because you think that we want it to look like that do it for yourself don't look at what other people are doing and say i should do that don't look at people on social media or even friends or family do what's right for your vulva your vagina that's what's best
1: Now, let's talk about safe sex. What are some do's and don'ts when it comes to both pregnancy and STD prevention?
0: So, Condom use is the best way that keep people can prevent against sexually transmitted infections. Number one, keeping your vagina safe and healthy is making sure that you don't contract things like gonorrhea, chlamydia, trichomonas, which can infect the vagina, cervix, and even cause longer term problems such as pelvic inflammatory disease. So condoms can really protect against those types of infections. Now, during sex, some people feel dryness. Using lubrication is a great way to just help the vagina accommodate sex a little bit more easily without as much pain and discomfort. Obviously, foreplay and increasing natural lubrication is the first way to go. But if that's not enough, lubricants can help. Lubricants a lot of times are marketed as Quote unquote, all natural. Now we have to remember, even if it is a very natural lubricant, your body can have a reaction to it. One lubricant that I recommend to people that a lot of people tolerate really well is coconut oil. I tell people it's easy, you can get it at the grocery store, and you don't have to be embarrassed to buy it. And even some people have it in their kitchen, so it might even be easier to get than going to the grocery store, go to your kitchen. And I think it smells and tastes pretty good without (laughs) drying up or leaving a residue that a lot of over the counter lubricants do.
1: I'd love to know more about, you know, the kinds of underwear, leggings. Is there anything we should know about fabrics or styles, some other clothing options that are better for our vaginal
0: areas? So our tissues like to be dry and not suffocated. So a lot of fabrics that are rather tight or that hold in moisture or sweat can cause irritation to our skin and our vulva. Some people can wear them, no problems. But if you are someone that notices a lot of irritation, switch to things that are a little bit looser, a little bit more cotton-based. So really, again, just listen to your body and kind of make changes to see how your body reacts and get it comfortable.
1: Now, many doctors, other medical professionals, even just influencers are on TikTok and social media, you know, with their own kinds of products they like or ideas they have. When it comes to medical advice, especially, you know, vaginal health, sex advice, how should we treat what we see on social media?
0: So I have patients that come in every day saying, I was going to do this or I did this because I saw it all from an influencer on Instagram or TikTok. Those people are most of the time, not physicians. And most of the time, they're doing it for some kind of personal gain, usually monetary gain, they're advertising for some kind of product or company. There was a recent product that was from the company that makes vagicil called OMV, which was basically a glitter wash that was marketed towards teens to get rid of something they called period funk. I think that a lot of People on TikTok and Instagram who are teens saw that and thought, oh, there must be something wrong with my body. I better use this wash so that my vagina is taken care of or my vulva doesn't smell bad. There's probably nothing wrong with their vulvas or vaginas, but it's a marketing ploy to sell a new product. So we have to Mm -hmm. be very careful what we're hearing from social media. What I say is... Yeah, you can follow, you know, bands or, or celebrities or whatever on Instagram, TikTok, but when it comes down to medical advice, see a gynecologist, see a doctor, talk to us. So Seeing a doctor, it's not as glamorous, but come in and get your pap smear, maybe get tested for HPV, get STD screening with us. And if you're having a problem, don't necessarily go to social media for your answer. Yes, you can Google to try to get an idea of what's going on, but really an exam, there's no substitute for an exam in the office. You might be having something that's totally normal. You could also be having something that's bacterial vaginosis or a yeast infection that's called candidiasis. But self-treating with something may be the wrong treatment, and it might make things worse. So really, there's no substitute for coming in and talking with a doctor.
1: So from our teens to our 30s and 40s, all the way through menopause, how do our needs change with age when it comes to proper vaginal health and care?
0: Prior to menopause, the vagina typically is very healthy and has less problems than after menopause. The vaginal tissues rely on the hormone estrogen to be healthy. Estrogen provides the vagina with elasticity, durability, and moisture. After menopause, estrogen levels in the body decrease significantly. So due to that, over time after menopause, the vagina becomes less elastic, less durable, less moist. Um, That can cause a problem for women at rest, but usually I see it in women who want to continue to be sexually active and their vagina just doesn't feel good during sex. Vaginal estrogen is a prescription cream that is a safe option for almost all women, but not a lot of women know about it, mostly because a lot of women don't feel comfortable talking to their friends or even their doctor sometimes about painful sex or uncomfortable sex. So if you are postmenopausal and you're having vaginal discomfort, come talk to your gynecologist about vaginal estrogen. It is a great medication.
1: And wrapping up our talk here, let's touch on cancer awareness. Are there things we can do to avoid cancer or some signs that might warrant a trip to our doctor?
0: When we're talking about gynecologic cancers, cancer can arise from the vulva, the vagina, the cervix, the uterus, or the ovaries. It's a good thing to Get your annual exams, even if you're not due for a pap smear. Just come in, have your doctor look at your female organs. Make sure everything looks normal. While you may be able to look at the outside of your vagina, you can't look in the vagina or at your own cervix. So come in, let us take a look. If you notice anything different, anything new, come and let us take a look. If you notice a mass or a sore, let us look. If you're having bleeding after menopause, that is not normal and can be a sign of cervical or uterine cancer come in and call us, get your regular pap smears. Pap smears can catch pre-cancer or changes in the cervix before it gets to cancer. Cervical cancer in the United States is very low because we have preventative pap smears. And as well, HPV is a virus that you can get through sex. If you use condoms it can prevent HPV transmission and we have HPV vaccines that can prevent you from getting infected even if you are exposed to HPV so follow what your gynecologist is recommending get annual exams and as uncomfortable as it is treat yourself to an ice cream or a milkshake afterwards but come to the doctor and get your pap smear
1: great well Dr. Lasota are there any other tips or myths you'd like to bust before we close out just overall
0: Being healthy can improve your vaginal health, so make sure you take care of your body. Hydrate, eat a well-balanced diet, maintain a healthy weight. See your primary care doctor, whether that be your OBGYN or your family practitioner. Get screened for conditions like diabetes, which can, if uncontrolled, lead to vaginal problems or yeast infections. Use common sense don't take too much advice from social media. And if you are interested in learning more about the vagina, the vulva, and all those questions that you wanted to ask your OBGYN, but were too embarrassed, there's a great book that came out recently. It's called The Vagina Bible. It's by a doctor named Jen Gunter. She's an OBGYN in Northern California. She's also awesome. So you can follow her on Twitter. So in this case, you can take with some of the things she says on social media in terms of advice, but The Vagina Bible is an awesome book. So I would highly recommend it to anyone out there. Wonderful. Well, doctor, thank you so much for
1: joining us and for sharing this important information. I know I personally learned a ton today. To learn more about women's health services at Southwest General, visit swgeneral.com or call 440-816-5050. That's 440-816-5050. This is Southwest General Health Talk. I'm Caitlin White. We'll see you next time.